I'm Jesse Aredia, and you're listening to Mom Empowered, where I help moms ditch their anger, break free from anxiety, and create the life they've always wanted. This show is for the mom who's ready to become more free and empowered. All right, good morning, ladies. Today, I want to walk you through something that I am developing for my clients to help them reach their goals more quickly and stay out of some of the typical spirals, I guess you would call them, that we as moms tend to go into when we're having tough dates or tough moments or tough whatever. Whether that is a shame spiral, a, I guess what you would call a shoulda, woulda, coulda spiral, you know, I should have known better, I should have done better, or some other form of beating yourself up for messing up or not being further along in your growth and emotional wellness. That's what I want to walk you guys through today. But before I do, I want to also share with you something that I've decided for all of you moms that I really do believe will be a turning point for some of you, specifically those of you who know It's time to seek out coaching, but you have been maybe sitting on the fence for whatever reason. And that thing is my new money back guarantee. When you enroll in my six-month mom-empowered coaching program, I am making a promise to you. And it's that if you are not happy with the results you create and the woman you become by the end of our six months together, I will give you your money back in full. And here's why I'm offering this. I really do believe that moms are the most powerful women in this world and yet are also often the women who feel the most disempowered, especially when it comes to advocating for their needs, prioritizing their emotional wellness, getting themselves sources of support. I see so many moms experiencing immense amounts of anxiety toward these things and not just relating to money, but also relating to the fear that maybe they're not able to be helped or they're not capable of changing or of getting to the healthier place they want to be. Not to mention the anxiety wrapped around of, okay, well, if this doesn't help me, how do I justify the time and the money and the effort spent to my partner? How do I justify that? How do I explain that? And I do think that all of these fears and anxiety is what keeps a lot of moms stuck where they are not moving forward, not gaining the tools they're lacking, and not growing in emotional wellness. And I'm at a place in my coaching practice where I've decided I'm ready to do what it takes to start changing this. I'm an empowerment coach, and my mission is to empower moms. I want to empower these women. I want to empower you guys. And offering a money-back guarantee on my program that I believe will forever change the way you experience motherhood and will get you where you want to go. Me offering this guarantee is my way of helping women push past that anxiety so they can take the first step of investing in their support and wellness. I don't know if there's any other program out there, any other coach, and definitely not any other counselor who is offering this kind of guarantee and assurance. But I've realized that if nothing changes, nothing changes. Moms are still not getting themselves the help they need. Moms are still not reaching out for support. And I am willing to be the first to offer something like this. I'm willing to go against the norms and disrupt the mental health industry, disrupt the coaching industry, so to speak, in order to create this kind of powerful change for moms everywhere. So if you are interested in taking me up on this offer, if you've been on the fence and now you're thinking, okay, 
I think I can get behind this. I can push through my fear and my anxiety knowing that there is this promise, this guarantee, this measure of protection. Then great. There are still a couple things I want you to know though. First, having a money back guarantee is not an out. Knowing there's a guarantee is not an excuse for you to not do the work or be committed. Your commitment to being coached and showing up coachable, as coachable as possible for the full six months that we work together is so vital. Otherwise, you're not being fair to yourself as a client or to me as your coach. You're just not. And a core pillar of my Mom Empowered program and one of the most important parts or elements of becoming and being an empowered mom is a willingness to take full ownership. That means ownership of your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, and the results you create in your life. Being offered a money-back guarantee does not change this. You still need to be prepared to take full ownership of the results you create and the woman you become while working with me. And I am going to take full ownership of giving you everything you need to accomplish those things. Everything you need to accomplish what you want to accomplish and to become that woman you want to be. So that's the first thing you need to know. Second thing you need to know is that applying for my program is no longer going to be the same as being accepted into the program, meaning I am looking for women who are committed to their growth and transformation, who are ready to take full ownership like I just mentioned, and are already certain that this is the next step for them. And the, and the way that I will help you, I will help women determine this for themselves is by continuing to offer my free calls. These free 40 to 50 minute calls are where we will be talking about where you are now, where you want to be six months from now, and whether this program really is the right fit for you. Because the moms I work with know that I don't mess around right? I don't get paid to just listen to problems. I get paid to teach you how to solve them. And I coach my moms hard. I absolutely offer compassion. I do hold space for the women I work with, but I also have the utmost confidence in them to do the work, manage their mind around that work and make changes in their life using the tools I teach them. And there is no such thing as I don't know, or nothing's working in my program. There's not. If you work with me and are thinking nothing's working, then we've got to get to the bottom of it immediately. And I hold you responsible for working with me and showing up in a coachable place to push past whatever those mental blocks or barriers or obstacles might be. Okay, I believe that every mom who goes through my Mom Empowered program will love the results she creates and will become the healthy, empowered mom she wants to be. But that doesn't happen without serious coachability and accountability. So with all of that being said, I am currently enrolling new clients who are ready to be coached hard, to become a healthier, more confident mom, and who are 100% committed to their growth and transformation. If you want to learn how to manage your thoughts and emotions, how to exchange your anger and anxiety for more calm and confidence, and then use that to help you take more empowered action and cultivate more of the life and motherhood experience you've always wanted, then your next step is to schedule a free call with me. And you can do that by going to jessieredia.com forward slash empowerment call. Okay, so let's switch gears. Now that I've shared that with you guys, I want to talk about what I'm developing for my clients and what you guys can start implementing in your own life. This idea has been inspired in me for a few different reasons. First, I'm going to share the one that's more recent and personal, and then I'll share one relating to some coaching calls that I've been having that's affirmed the the necessity for this. So first, last week, 
my four-year-old and three-year-old spent the night at their cousin's house for a sleepover. And prior to them going to that sleepover, I was asked a little last minute if I could watch my niece and the girls at our house first, and then they'll be picked up by my sister and go back to our house for sleeping over. This was fine with me. I was totally fine with it, didn't see a problem with it, because I figured it'd be a few hours and then they'd be picked up and Grant and I could enjoy the rest of the day relaxing or doing things around the house. Then we would be going to church in the evening. And that's what I imagined the day was going to be like. The day didn't quite turn out that way. What I thought would just be a couple hours of the three big girls plus the baby, my five-month-old, hanging out at the house turned into five hours of playing, pulling out toys, me checking to make sure nobody's getting hurt, telling my girls, no, we're not doing tablet. No, you, you already ate lunch. No, it's not time to go yet. For Seriously, what felt like a hundred times. Very early on in the day, I also came down with a headache. And I, I did try to set us all up for success by, you know, we put on a movie. I pulled out things for them to do. I had my husband take point a few different times. And I still lost it. I lost it because it felt like the demands and the questions just would not stop. I was getting so upset that they kept coming into the living room to bother me, right? To bother me because, you know, when you have a headache, you're just trying to rest. Everything feels like a bother. The house was a huge mess and I kept trying to pick toys up as as, as the hours went on and then I turned around and more things were being pulled out and it was just, it was a lot. I was very stressed, very irritable, very snappy. And I'm sure that what I'm describing is for some of you guys, just it's a typical Tuesday. It's a typical Tuesday, sure. Like that's not totally out of the ordinary. But I really had anticipated this day being so much more restful and quiet and less chaotic. And I didn't expect that my head would hurt and I would feel crummy. And so by the time my sister did come five hours later, and pick the girls up and now it was just me and Grant and the baby I was a mess like I'm talking I'm standing in the kitchen furiously scrubbing dishes with tears running down my face I'm so aggravated I just want to scream Grant's coming in to be like hey babe like let me do the dishes I can help you and I'm just snapping at leave me alone you know the, the whole thing And because my headache still had not gone away, we ended up canceling our dinner reservation that we had made, and we decided not to go to church and stay home. And in a nutshell, nothing about that day happened the way I thought it would happen, right? And the thing that this phrase that just kept repeating in my head, and I ended up saying it out loud multiple times, was, I should have known better. I should have known better. I should have known that because I had this headache, that I was going to be more irritable and I needed to take some time away to give myself some space and, and go be alone. Just go, go somewhere, go, go be alone somewhere. You know, I, I have a whole second story of my house that I could have gone to. I could have used. Grant was home. Nobody actually needed me. And yet I still plop my butt down on the couch in the living room downstairs. Like I deserve to be here and I'm, I, I need to be left alone here completely forgetting that toddlers do not care. They do not care about that. I should have known that instead of us all being cooped up in the house for five hours, that it would be smarter and more fun to go play outside or go to the park, which probably would have helped a bit with the anxiety that I had about the mess that was accumulating downstairs and our tire downstairs. 
I should have known also not to try to clean up until after the kids were gone. Like, why? Why was I cleaning up behind them again and again and then naively putting my trust in them to not take more toys out? I should have known. And the more I told myself this, I should have known the worse I felt. Like, like not only was I disappointed in how the date went and in how I handled it, which was poorly, but I was also disappointed in myself for not preventing it, that I hadn't done what I could have done to possibly make things go more smoothly. And it wasn't until later, like the next day, that it hit me. Telling myself that I should have known better was part of the reason for why I was feeling so down. It was not serving me. It was not productive or helpful to me. But what could serve me and what could be productive and helpful was instead turning it around to now I do know better. Now I do know better. I want you to think about the difference between these two statements. I should have known better versus now I do know better. When you're in this self-talk, this place of I should have known better, the feeling that most often is going to come up for you will be shame, guilt, regret, self-judgment. And when you are in this place, it is so much more difficult to actually be receptive to moving forward to new information and new ideas that you could grow from and that could actually help you in the future. Telling myself that I should have known that I needed to give myself space and be alone, which led to me feeling even more crummy and beating myself up and moping on the couch. Like that was way less productive and helpful than me realizing and deciding, oh, now I know better. I do know better now. I see now that I needed to give myself space to be alone. And so next time when it's the weekend and I have that headache coming on or I'm irritated, I am going to take some medicine, drink some water, grab a snack and go upstairs and go lay down for a little while because I have that permission. I have that freedom to do that. And and it's up to me to, to fight for that. I really want you to see a difference between these two things. I should have known better and now I do know better. Even think for yourself, when's the last time you scolded yourself? When you, when you did have that self-talk, I should have known better. And what did that actually do for you? Versus if you were to go back in time to that moment and remind yourself, okay, now I do know better. So what do I want to do moving forward? What do I want to do now? So this is my personal reason that I've been inspired to create this tool, this process I'm, I'm about to share with you in just a second. But the other reason that I've been inspired is realizing that there are these patterns that have been coming up for many of my clients when they're showing up to calls, and it's them wanting to primarily chat about the problems they're continuing to experience, but coming from a place of, yeah, I'm just still struggling. Yeah, I still don't see things working. And then later, as the call is progressing, we're chatting more, and then they begin to admit that actually things are working. And they they start to talk about ways that they're now not struggling quite as much. Actual wins that they are experiencing. And not only that, but these struggles that are reoccurring is fascinating to me how just even just digging deeper into what's going on in their mind and what could have gone differently, how they could have responded differently, it helps them build back up the motivation to keep trying and get back at it and learn from it all. Okay, so these are these patterns that are coming up and it's shown me that I need to provide my clients and I also want to provide you guys with a better evaluation process. 
a better evaluation process because as it stands, a lot of the times we want to just look at what's going wrong and we want to look at it from a place of self-judgment and guilt. We want to, I should have known better ourselves. Like that's what we want to do to ourselves. And what's going to be far more productive and motivating and, and inspiring and helpful is not only taking the time to look at, okay, well, what are we learning from this? How do we get to the bottom of this? Okay, now you do know better. What do you want to do with this? Like not only will that be so much more productive, but also making sure that your wins and your victories and the ways that you are moving forward, big or small, are also being acknowledged and properly celebrated. Last night, I gave a client this visual, and I want you guys to, to picture it for yourselves. I gave her this visual of you have two pieces of paper right next to each other. On one page is a tally, you know, there's tally marks of all of your wins. All of the things that you've done successfully, all the ways that you've that you've noticed yourself growing or doing things better than you did in the past, one has all your wins, and then on the other page are all of your mess-ups. They're tallies of all of your mistakes, the failures, the things that you know that you should have or could have done better. The the page that is just a tally of, of all the all the ways that you think I didn't measure up, I didn't do what I wanted to do. And I explained to her that like we have both pages at all times. There's no way that you go a full day without any actual wins. Doesn't matter if it's the smallest thing of like, I drink water and I ate lunch. Like that's a win for some moms. It is. So no matter what, we always have both pages. We have a page of wins. We have a page of our mess ups. And what a lot of us moms are doing is we're only focusing on the one page with our mess ups. That's the only one that we're spending time looking at. We are completely neglecting this other piece of paper that has this amazing tally of, of all the ways that we're succeeding, all the ways that we're growing, all the ways we're experiencing progress. We're only wanting to focus on the one page. And in a way, that is what is keeping you from being able to add onto the other, right? Because the, the shame and the self-judgment and the guilt Again, going back to what I shared earlier, it's not productive, motivating, or inspiring. You need to keep both pages in perspective. You need to see both and acknowledge them. So with all that being said, I am creating an evaluation process. I'm going to give you guys the basic version today. My clients will be learning a more advanced version in which they'll be using a self-coaching tool that we use frequently together that will help them get faster results to make progress and use it in a more powerful way. But this basic version I'm sharing with you guys is also so powerful and it involves you just answering three questions. If not on a daily basis, at the end of each day, then at least on a weekly basis or a couple times a week. And these three questions are, number one, what were my wins, right? This will be where you're listing down anything and everything that you did do well or are doing better than before. And that could be something from, I handled a tantrum more calmly or I actually got to bed at a decent time, or my mom said something critical to me about my parenting and I didn't take it personally. Like it can be whatever. These can be big, these can be small, but again, they should always come from a place of acknowledgement and celebration and also ownership, right? Like it has to be not just like what went well, but how did you do well? How did I do well today? How did I improve today? Those are the questions I want you to be asking with this first question, what are my wins? Then the second question is, 
what were my learning moments, which is a kinder and more productive way of phrasing, where did I mess up? What did I not do as well as I could have? What, what could I have done differently? What should I have done differently? That's the second question. What were my learning moments? And number three, the third question is, now that I know better, how do I want to think better? And what I mean by this is, how can I now take this information, you know, looking back at the first two questions, how can I take these answers, this information, to help me plan more proactively, feel more confidently, change my self-talk to better serve me, or just shift the way I view things in general so that I can continue in my growth and keep taking steps forward. Those are the three questions, and I really do believe this evaluation process can be the most powerful thing you start doing for yourself because it will offer you so many opportunities to get out of that self-judgment, get out of that, that shame spiral, and get into a place of compassion, and celebration and curiosity and then use that to serve you in so many powerful ways. I am so excited about this. I'm excited to see how my clients gain value from this and I would I would definitely love to hear from you guys as well if you do decide to start implementing this evaluation process in your own life because again this could be the powerful tool that you didn't realize you were missing. All right so that's what I got for you guys today. Don't forget now's a great time to enroll in Mom Empowered, okay? I still have spots open for new clients. At some point this year, all of my spots will be filled and I may not open them back up again. So hint, hint, this is your chance to get one-on-one coaching with me. I won't be offering it forever. And if you are ready to learn more or apply for your free call and possibly get enrolled, you can visit jessiearedia.com forward slash coaching. Okay, I love you all. I'm cheering you on and we will talk again next week. 